Hi, my name is Maya. Sid- Sydney. Yeah. My dear beloved. Hi. Hi. Would you like, would you prefer to live in a city or on the countryside? <sighs> I don't think we've ever talked no, about this. No, we've never talked about this. Um, You know, I've gone back and forth. I grew up in the city. Yeah. I like, I think we both like grew up in like a suburb very close to, yeah. to the city. Yeah. I think I just, I can't be apart from the city like I, I truly don't think that I'm a bitch that could be like cottage core and like live with nobody uh-huh. around. As much as it like is a great, I would love to be like in a cottage core esque apartment. Mm, very cool. <laughs> in like a city. <laughs> yeah. Like I love to travel to like farms. Like there's like a an app or like a website or something where you can rent out rooms in a farm oh, where you can yeah. like pick blueberries and like go to lavender fields and shit. I'm like, yeah, I would do that for like a weekend. But after a while, like I just don't like being in an environment where I can't be like, oh, there's nothing to do this weekend. There's always something to do in a city. I can always find something to do. The closest concert is in, in half an hour. Like I don't have to drive three hours, Yeah, you know? So as much as I love the country, I just don't think I, I could be a country bitch. Like I'm just, I'm a city kid like through and through and that's how my daddy raised me (laughs) he was a city kid i'm a city kid (laughs) so yeah what about you um i think i could be either okay i think definitely my younger like since i'm in my 20s like i would love to be in the city but i could see myself like on the countryside sure like i think it really depends i wouldn't mind like retiring to the country no, but I also, like, I thought that initially, and then I was like, no, I, I think I'd be okay if I yeah. didn't know. My biggest problem is, because I've been having this existential crisis of people in my life moving, or, uh. like, wanting to move, and I'm, like, as much as, like, I have problems with the state we live in and all this stuff, I don't think I can move because my family is here, uh. and, like, if I were to start a family, I would want my parents close by to, like, be near my children and mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. so I think that's, like, the only reason I would be, like, oh, if my parents are dead, I can go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, at least in my case, both of my parents moved away from mm-hmm. their parents, and then their parents followed them. Yeah. And my parents very much are like, oh, once your youngest sibling graduates high school and goes to college, like, we're moving. Like, yeah, we're not going to sure. live here. So, and my parents are different because they're like, we bought this house, we paid off this house, this is the house we're dying in. <laughs> like, they're not Whoa, leaving the house that they're that, in. I mean, that's fair. Like, when my grandmother died, they used that will money to pay off the house. They own that house there. They're like, this is our forever house. Like, yeah. now that I've moved out and my sister has, like, one year of college left, they've been, like, redoing the house. They want to, like, repave the, the backyard, like, patio area. Mm-hmm. They've been, like, working on the pool. They want to, like, take out the side of the house and put, like, a, like, concrete down so they can put, like, an RV. They want to get a new front door they want to like they want to like do so much shit because there's like this is our house and when we get to retirement age we just want to like kick back and relax you know what i mean so yeah my mom growing my mom was a military kid growing up so Mm -hmm. it was very like busy body like we're going here now goodbye and i think she still is like that sure i think it's a wonder that she's been in arizona for so long (laughs) but now she's getting restless where like she travels i think it's just because of you and your siblings like that's it yeah like she probably didn't want to also have you guys pack up and move every couple years no that's fair because my dad didn't do that yeah and like my dad, my dad is originally from Michigan, but all of the siblings moved away from Michigan. Nobody from my dad's side of the family is from Michigan anymore. Well, th- yeah, my dad was born in Alaska. Yeah, he was born in Hawaii, raised in Alaska, and then like to the islands. Every- everyone just like left. Sure. So yeah, but I would only like really move if I had like no attachment to mm. here. You know, I know for like a lot of people, it's like to do the best for yourself. And that's I like I would love that for my friends and to go where they need to go and stuff like that. Yeah. 
But like, it's just really hard to be like, I'm the only one staying here. You guys have fun. Mm-hmm. I have to find new friends now. <laughs> and like, no, you ha- don't. You can still keep the same friends. Well, yeah, but like, you're not. I'm not gonna be like, come by Saturday. Like, <laughs> we're gonna like X Y Z whatever. Like, oh, we're gonna watch this movie on Sunday. Like the day before or something like yeah. that. So yeah, I would move to the beach though if I had enough money to live beachside. I think that would be sick as fuck. I don't like the beach, but I that's also a me thing. I love the beach. I love the ocean. I would definitely live like in a like in a foresty area. Sick. Yeah. Like, n- northwest mm-hmm. USA. Yeah. Definitely. definitely not like I'm not, and I'm not talking about like Florida or California beaches. More mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Oregon beaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not, like East Coast like I, beaches, something yeah. like that. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I would be like more inclined to move there if. Some like some job was like, please come move out, and you will pay you this much money so you can like have an apartment or like a townhouse like right, you know, walking distance within the water. I'd be like, mm, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So and welcome to our podcast, canonically incorrect. We talk about anything and everything. Fandom. Anything. Anything at Any- this point. Literally, <laughs> I think that's more me. Anything. <laughs> Anything I deem a fandom, I will talk about. Which is anything at this point. Yeah, it's like the crochet fandom. That's <laughs> what we're talking yes, about bitch. today. <laughs> Absolutely. What I we're will. talking about. Um, we've stuck to television shows, video games, and movies so far, though. So. And music. And I talked oh. about Tchaikovsky. You're right. You're right. Also, hey, to the BTS stands, I'm so sorry about what happened to the Grammys. Um, gypped again. Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't say gypped anymore. Why? Is that a bad word? Technically, yes. I didn't learn this. I learned this from my dad the other day. Gypped comes from gypsy. <gasps> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, as soon as he said it, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, that totally makes sense. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I shouldn't say that anymore. They were robbed. They were robbed. They were robbed. Yes. They were robbed. Again. Yeah. Where they just Fuck. use it as, like, viewer bait. For sure. Which is, like, so fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to see them. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I don't listen have. to BTS as much as you've also tried to get me into BTS. I love me, I love me them Korean boys. But I have nothing against them, and I truly feel so bad for they, not only, like, the fans, but, like, them. Like, one of them, I don't remember who, I'm so sorry. It's, like, his only dream to get a Grammy. Suga. Suga. It's yeah. his only dream to get a Grammy, and they keep taking it from him. Yes. <laughs> How it's- rude! No, it is rude because let's get real. They're the biggest boy band in the world. Yes. To date. The biggest band in the world. Exactly. Period. And they haven't won a Grammy no. because US standards? Because that's of- fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Even if you like don't like K-pop, you can't say that their music's bad. No. Like I'm sure that there's at least one song. And you can say this about any band mm-hmm. that someone will at least tolerate. Yeah. So I, I don't know. The fact that they're from, one, a different country, yeah. and two, they've made it such, like, a big impact mm-hmm, worldwide. Mm-hmm. And you're just like... See, but the thing is, is... Um, they might perform. <laughs> they might perform. <laughs> no, we were watching it, and I got so sick of the... Coming up, BTS. Coming up, BTS. That's literally what coming they did up, last BTS. year. Yeah. <laughs> and was I was so just bad. like, oh my god. <laughs> like, what is happening? It was awful. <clears throat> I don't watch any award show anymore. Yeah, I think that's fair. I normally don't watch the Grammys just because I know I'll hate them. Yeah. I have never been happy with the Grammys in years. I mean, they're, they're all rigged. They were just on. I was at my parents and it was on. So I was just like, you know what? Fine. I was into some of them. Um, Obviously, like Olivia Rodrigo, Doja Cat. Like, let's yeah. go. But then there's those moments where you're like, 
really? <laughs> like, this was the obvious choice. What are you, what? Very confusing here. Yeah, I think, I think Army's just gonna really get sick of it. Like, really and truly and honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. But, you know, Sorry. <laughs> all I can say from the outside. Sorry, Army. Sorry, Army. Sorry, Maya. <laughs> but you're gonna see them. I'm gonna see them. I'm so excited. Well, yeah, if you're going to the April 16th concert in Las Vegas, I will also be Fuck there. yeah. Hell yeah. So you'll be breathing the same air as Maya. <laughs> you should feel honored. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um. After trying to get tickets for two fucking years. I had tickets. Yeah. And then covid fucking happened they're like maybe we'll tour and then that didn't happen and then they came back in november and we couldn't get tickets mm-hmm. and now they're doing this now and i got tickets so Woo-hoo. i'm very excited <laughs> i love that for you i'm i'm so happy yeah. like i'm genuinely very happy mm-hmm. that i'm going i'm yeah. super excited i am honestly just excited to be back in like a concert phase phase again yeah like Obviously, like, the pandemic took it out, and there was obviously a very good reason that <laughs> we weren't going to mm-hmm. concerts, but we went to the Billie Eilish concert. Truly amazing. Like, uh, we paid, like, don't get me wrong, a, a lot of money for the tickets, yeah. but she, her, even just being in the same room as everyone when she was singing Happier Than Ever, everyone's screaming at the fuck of top of their lungs, airing their grievances to whoever did them wrong ever in life was really just, like, worth the money. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm gonna full on sob at the BTS. Yeah, like I've accepted that. Yeah, I accepted that when I got tickets yeah. fucking like three years ago. Yeah, no, I'm... that's gonna be me for my Chemical Romance. Yeah, when um the October seventh concert in Vegas, I'm gonna lose Fuck yeah, my dude. fucking. Is it at the Allegiant? the Verizon? Uh, yeah, the Verizon Arena. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. I've been listening to them since I was like middle school. Nice. Like that phase of being just like really sad all the time. I just I will lose my absolute fucking mind. I just. I'm happy to be in, like, the concert environment. No, again. literally, like, that Saturday, Simone and I are driving up. Mm-hmm. We're staying overnight. We're going to spend Sunday in Vegas. We're driving back down. We have classes on Monday. Mm-hmm. After our classes on Monday, we're driving down to Tucson to go see Twerp in concert, and then we're driving back up. Yeah. Literally, that whole weekend yep. is, like, one thing after the other. Why not? Why not? Why not? We're young. It's going to be fun. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Well, that was why I was, like... We went to the Billie Eilish concert. I got home at like two thirty, and I had to go to work. Like I, I was telling you that. Yeah. But I was just like, man, I wish. I I was like, fuck that. <laughs> like I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm not gonna wake up and be like, oh, and my everything hurts. Like, was I exhausted? Yeah. Could I do it? Yeah. Why would I stop myself from yeah. doing stuff like going to a concert or like a festival just for like menial things like work? True. I'm, I'm not gonna let capitalism stop me like that. Preach. Well, that's the thing is like. I technically, as of right now, I'm supposed to give a recital mm-hmm. two days after that Monday concert, mm-hmm. and i I bought the beat. I bought those Monday concerts like yeah. a, a while ago. It it was supposed to happen in January. They postponed because of mm-hmm. Corona uh, for April 18th or mm-hmm. whatever. And it was like, okay, that's two days before my recital. Like I'll live. Like I'm not gonna not go. Like yeah. I bought them. I've been wanting to see them in concert for a really long time so i'm excited Mm -hmm. and then the bts tickets arose and literally the only opportunity i had to go was that weekend of the 16th and i was like i am not gonna tell myself no No. because i have a thing that i have to prepare for yeah jokes on me now i have tendonitis in both of my wrists (laughs) i can't can't even play my viola right now so i'm gonna have to postpone yeah but what would have happened if you're like then i I wouldn't have bts tickets and i wouldn't be going now i'm going and get like i hate being like that but like 
the injury happened and now things are like sort of working out in my favor yeah. just do you it. just gotta do just things fucking do which, it which like sucks that Trilo buff said it of all things but like you know yeah. we out here he's right though <laughs> unfortunately yeah. you just gotta like you can't let the menial parts of your life no. stop the extraordinary parts you know the ones go in a lifetime fun. if you think you're gonna have fun just fucking go and do it yeah even if you're like, oh, it'll only be fun for like 20 minutes. So what? And That'll be a great 20 minutes. Yeah. I went to my sophomore homecoming by myself. Absolutely alone. Yeah, man. I was like, I just want to, I've gone to concerts alone just because I was like, well, no one's going to go with me. I still want to fucking go. I went yeah. to the Ed Sheeran concert alone and I like had like nosebleed seats because that's all I could afford because I was pretty sure in my late teens, like I, it was the only tickets I could afford and I went with nobody. I went there all alone. I like bought a shirt. I yeah. got to my seat and I was surrounded by like other girls that were probably, they looked around my age and we just were vibing the whole fucking time Yeah, because we just we are all in this shared environment where we're like, yeah, we're only here because we love a similar interest and we're going to like cry. <laughs> the first K-pop concert that was held in our state, mm-hmm. I went by myself. Yeah. Like, just go and just do go. it. It'll be an experience. Yeah. So fucking what? So yeah. Very fun. You got any updates? Not really. No, it's um mostly on my end. I just haven't been wanting to do anything. <laughs> no, that's fair. I've just I mean, been like too. really... Not burnt out, but I like, tr- I'm trying to take breaks in between. I-, I like do a lot of work for, you know, where I have to be prepared. And then like, I completely, I'm just, I'm just like, we're good for a while. We're done. We're good for a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so. Fair. At least the day that we record this in mm-hmm. space with Markiplier is out. That's so right. guess what? It's completely free. You should go and watch ah! it. He needs it. He needs it. Not that he needs it. No, no. he doesn't. But. He worked hard on it. He worked really hard on yeah. it. If you watched a heist with Markiplier. Yeah. Guess what? That's also great. And if you haven't seen it, you should go watch that too. Mm-hmm. I love him. I think we both do. I think we could also both understand what it's like to put a lot of effort into something and then not get the reception you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, but it's fucking Markiplier. Well, yeah, but still, like, something like that you probably have very high expectations for. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to watch it as soon as we're, or at least do my first run through of it <laughs> when we're done watching yeah. this because I'm so fucking excited. Good for you. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for this. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. Literally, like, so happy for him. I remember watching the trailer a month ago mm-hmm. and being like, oh my god. Uh-huh. This is, like, it looks so good. This is the culmination <laughs> of everything he's been doing for the past two Absolutely. years. Like, great for him. Mm-hmm. I would love to work on a set like that. Yeah. I think it would be fantastic. Uh-huh. If Very I get nice. out of college, Mark, you should hire if- me. <laughs> if I get out, I don't, and these injuries just keep rolling. I don't know if I'll make it, dog. <laughs> so little faith that this will ever end i'm so tired i, I have to take summer classes uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm never getting a break so i got injured like last week uh-huh. right and for those of you that don't know what tendonitis is it's just the overuse of using your tendons mm-hmm. and it can be in any part of the body i specifically have it in both of my wrists yeah. because i play the viola and i work on a computer mm-hmm. and i like do everything all of that all the time and I had to increase my practice load by a bunch yeah. and I got really stressed out. So now I can't use either of my wrists mm-hmm. really to do anything. In my wallowing as I sat at home not being able to really do anything, I was like, oh, I want to play video games. I can't because it yeah. hurts. So I put on old streams of someone that I really liked watching and I 
had never watched his first run through of playing this game. So it made me very nostalgic because I've been wanting to, like, it was on the back of my mind yeah. that I wanted to play this game for a really long time. I got injured and I can't. So it was like a whole thing. <laughs> so anyway, I went on AO3. Right, of course. Right. The only bitch that's able to, like, co- help me cope. <laughs> um, any mood. Any mood. Any AO3's got you. Any situation. Dog. Any period in your life. <laughs> AO3 has you. Yep. So I went on and I looked at the Stardew Valley tag. <gasps> So I went through it and I looked at some of the higher kudo ones and I was like, oh, which ones are going to be interesting? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I love Stardew Valley. I know. I do too. I fucking love this game. It's just like, as we know, I'm a very cozy gamer. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, is that game very That's the coziest cozy. of games. The coziest of games, especially when you add mods. Ugh. And Great. you make everything beautiful. Yes. <gasps> so... As best as my memory would work, because the way I take notes is I read a chapter and then I write a bunch of stuff down. So hopefully my ramblings today (laughs) will make enough sense for you. But I read a fic called The Wind That Cuts the Night. It's by The Spectacles of Thor. It has nine chapters, over over 1,500 kudos. Mm -hmm. It's over 69,000 words. Published between April and July of 2017. This is an Alex slash Elliot (gasps) read. Shut up! Which was a, was not a combo <laughs> I was expecting, but I was like, you know what? I'm down with the sickness. I can see this. Yeah. Like, I love Alex. Alex see, was the I, first one I married. Really? Yes. He's the first person I've ever wooed and married in that game. There was just yeah. something about, like, this 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 boy who has to live with his grandparents. He loves his dog. He's, like, kind of a himbo. He, you know, yeah. I was just like, mm, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> see, I, I got... I married all the women first. Oh, of course you did. So I did. God, I can't remember her name. It starts with an M. She's the science one. Mari? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Married her first. Then I did Leah. Okay. Um, I have also married Leah, but not until my third playthrough. On my... God, I don't think I wooed anyone my third playthrough. Ooh. And then I modded the game mm-hmm. heavily. And so I was, I'm was i wooing now, currently, one of the modded characters. Oh. And she's great. Her name's Claire, I think. I haven't played the modded version in a while. Yeah. But basically, she owns her own vineyard. Mm-hmm. It's called Blue Moon Vineyard. So Fuck she's yeah. like very astrology. Hell yeah. She also cosplays and plays video games. So, so this is like, your dream girl, basically. Yeah. And then the only guy that I was interested in marrying that... A bunch of my friends created a world. We only played it for, like, one mm-hmm. spring. Oh, like, the, with the multiplayer? Yeah. yeah. Because you, you all get busy and you can't log yeah. on separately. So I was starting to woo Sam. Oh, okay. So I was interested to see what was going to happen with his. And I would like to finish his storyline sure, sure. at some point. I A lot of the a lot of the first fakes that came up for the Stardew Valley mm-hmm. tag were actually, like, Shane X Reader. Yes. I, I got, no, I've gone through the Stardew Valley tags. <laughs> I was genuinely surprised. Yeah. Mainly because I've never done Jane's mm-hmm. quest. No, I like, haven't either. But people say it's like heavy. It is heavy. Which is why I haven't done it because <laughs> I was like, I can't handle that right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's pretty heavy. I've seen other people play it. Oh, okay. But I've never done it personally because my first playthrough, I married Alex. My second playthrough, I married Sebastian. Ah. And then my third playthrough, I married Leah. Mm. I think out of all of them, Sebastian's my favorite. Okay. And then, like, Alex is only for, like, a nostalgic kind of thing where it was, like, the first time I was experiencing the game, the first time I was meeting everyone, and then I was, like, going through them, and, like, there are... I would easily marry every single one of the women in Stardew Valley. Yeah. I would not marry every single one of the men. Really? Yeah. I surprisingly would not marry Elliot. 
I don't Okay, think, I don't... I know. <laughs> I listen, know. Listen, at first glance, you're like, ooh, mysterious man who uh-huh. writes down by the beach. Then you think about it for three seconds, and you're like, ooh, crusty man <laughs> that lives by the beach that, like... Has no indoor plumbing, lives in a shack, <laughs> like, probably bathes in the river. <laughs> but and that then, long, um, luxurious hair. Yeah, I know. I just... It didn't do anything for I me. lied about the women. I would not date Haley. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. She gives me that bitch vibes where it's just like, I don't fuck with that. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, I think just in terms of men, I like, I like a little dumb, little Mm -hmm. dumb golden retriever boy. See, I wanted to do Harvey's. I also would really i would never uh, marry harvey see, there's something about that mustache I, that i don't I, like i've thought about it multiple <laughs> fucking times whereas like i would never do abigail i would never okay. do i think see, that's fair i would never do shane i don't think i would ever do sebastian but i would do sam maybe alex alex has always been like sort of maybe yeah, kind of yeah. harvey i would god who else is there oh there's penny penny i think i would okay she's very like homebody yes she's yes, cute yes i think that's it I think so, too. Yeah. I feel like I have a healthy mix of both. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I think the thing is I would marry a lot of them if I had the energy to, but I'm not going to put energy. <laughs> like, it's one of those things where I'm like. It takes a lot. It takes a lot. And plus, like, you put a lot of time to the game. Like, whenever I get into a Stardew Valley phase, it's one of those things where it's like days and days and days and days and days and then you never play again yes. <laughs> kind of thing that's why you have multiple saves yeah and i do have multiple saves i have like my save with alex i have my save with sebastian i have my save with leah and then yeah. i started to save because i wanted to do the shane one and then i just like i started it and then like dropped off the face of the earth that's I, like, never got anywhere especially when it comes to a game like sturdy valley where it has all the different like landscape types for the farms i want to like try different ones every yeah. single time and they're so like those things to do in terms of like the differences in the games or whatever yeah have you seen the new speaking of like people you could date have you seen the new rune factory no there's a rune factory 5 on switch now oh fuck the romanceable characters are so fucking hot hell yeah i was watching someone i the only person who i watch on on twitch she got like an ad like a sponsored stream to play the new rune factory and we were like introduced to like the early romanceable characters there was one like hot milf doctor mama not romanceable so homophobic that you're not able to romance her it's so fucking homophobic oh my god <laughs> um but there's a there's a a a a, a uh, a big a big purple wolf man yeah <laughs> like Dang. yeah like it's one of those things where you're like fuck fuck am i a furry <laughs> like when we all looked at nick wilde and we were like fuck this shouldn't yeah. i shouldn't absolutely not so i like i was looking at that game and i was like man maybe i want to buy it just for the romanceable characters and that's it because i was like i would marry him i'd marry her i'd marry her i'd marry him like there's just so many fucking options and we didn't even get to all the romanceable characters we were just like oh something about that wolf man Damn. <laughs> something about he had like the hairy chest he owned he owned like a he owned like a sauna fuck yeah yeah so but like in terms of uh Sardew valley yeah i've only i've only married like a handful well like i don't know i, I just went on the tag because i was just like curious yeah. what was gonna happen and fully i was expecting to read an ex reader for this oh yeah that was my full expectation because yeah, you're farmer but, yeah yeah but they were like all shane and i was mm-hmm. like well i don't really want to spoil like i don't i literally don't know what happens sure. in his story sure and i feel so like you don't want to spoil it for yourself even for myself but even then like i feel like a lot of them were like post mm-hmm. what happened oh, sure. and i was just like i if i don't know like yeah, that's, that's not gonna fair. help me 
So then I found this Alex slash Elliot one, and I was mm-hmm. like, that's a surprising duo. Yeah. That, like, throws me for a yeah. little bit. But, like, okay, like, I can see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, There are trigger warnings that come oh. with this. So, um, hate sex. <gasps> Con- there's there's consent issues. Got it's it. not, like, the R word, uh-huh. but it's, like, there there is, like, a blurry line, and it was, like, weird. Internalized homophobia. Got it. And then, like past child abuse got it got those it, are the it. big ones so uh this this fic fully is 18 plus there is a yep. bunch of sex in this okay. in in this fic like a ton like every chapter you know what if not multiple times a chapter here's the thing is i'm not even like i'm not considering this a part of my lemon grove fully because Whoa. i just want to talk about the story okay. like i will just i'm just gonna do the thing where i'm like oh they had sex sure this is what happens. Yeah, I took yeah, what yeah. I needed from it. Yeah. If there was anything to take. Sure. And then I moved on. Like, if on this was a life. significant fuck, we're talking no, about. No, exactly. It. Like with the Gojo thing. Yeah. Where it was just like, and they did it. Yeah. Okay, next, yeah. next <laughs> thing. Whereas, like, at least in the Gojo one, it was like, well, they were trying to get pregnant. Whereas this one is just sure. like, they just have sex. They just have sex. They just have sex. And they might, like, talk about stuff during it, but mm-hmm. usually not. Sure. So let's get into it. Fuck Again, yeah. this is the wind that cuts the night. You should definitely go read this this is very good read at least for the sex because we're not talking about it yeah so alex likes elliot because he reminds him of himself they are both failures Ooh, (laughs) gotcha bitch (laughs) (laughs) so the way that he kind of like the first chapter was like weirdly structured but also like in a really really good Mm -hmm. way that's basically how it starts off. And then okay. it starts off with, like, this comparison that Alex has to himself. A lot of what we read mm-hmm. is just, like, in terms of Alex's perspective. Alex thinks of himself as a failure because he is just a jock that really mm-hmm. doesn't do anything. He lives with his grandparents. Sure. He doesn't really have much going for mm-hmm. him. He doesn't consider himself the brightest mm-hmm. of the bunch. And when he looks at Elliot, he sees Elliot as a failed writer who moved out of the city into a shack by the sea. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's what he sees and that's how he considers them both Mm -hmm. when they hook up. Right. So after we learn that they hook up sometimes, we go into Alex's past just a little bit. According to this fic, and I don't know Alex's actual story. I don't know anything. I don't know if it's been so long that I Um, I can barely remember Alex's dad had like severe drinking problems. Alex's dad would beat sure. Alex. And the way that they described it was so, oh my God, it hurt really bad. He was like, the the best nights, the good nights were when he didn't come out with any bruises. Mm-hmm. Some of the worst nights were when he would get bruises either like mentally mm-hmm. or physically. Mm-hmm. And by far the worst absolute awful nights were when his mother would go through it instead of him. Yeah. And so now because of that, he doesn't drink and his grandparents don't drink. At least not around him. He thinks sometimes his grandpa sneaks a little bit, but not at least in front of him. I see what that man looks like. He for sure has like a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, (laughs) are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. He's like, ah, good old days. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. I fucking love the grandpa. I do too. I think he's hilarious. I I think that's why I like Alex's character so much is because Uh, of the grandparent aspect. They add a lot. They do add a lot where it's just like when you get a high enough relationship with the grandfather and he's one of those people that's just like ah like fuck you kindly (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) i love him 
Um, like the families add so much to oh absolutely to their characters like a hundred percent and I think like that I think that's why I really love that's Stardew why I wanted Valley to try too. with like Sam yeah like because his dad his comes, dad's from the like he came from war he, year two he yeah. comes back yeah. from the war yeah. and he just like sits by the riverside I sometimes. think that's why I love Stardew Valley so much because on the outside it's just like oh a cute little farm he's saying like there's so food. much going on but there's like you get to know these people and you're like holy fuck Your people dude. like Penny is has to take care of her mother constantly sam's dad has like full ptsd (laughs) sebastian like feels like he's such an outsider and shit like that and the more you get to know them the more you're like oh oh you're kind of fucked up huh yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's such a good game yeah so they're obviously because of like what happened with Mm -hmm. his dad like there are rumors around town no one ever says anything to him but he knows that elliot has at least heard them because he's seen elliot come from uh, Star Drop Saloon, like fucking wasted. Fuck but yeah. when they hook up, there's not a dr- like you cannot smell it. He has not consumed a drop of alcohol. Yeah. There's nothing like that, which Alex is appreciative of. But he would never tell Elliot because a lot of when they have sex, is Elliot degrading the fuck out of Alex. Whoa, like, like hardcore. So the end of the entire end of the first chapter is just them hooking up, and Alex loves it when Elliot fucking degrades him having not known any of the shit that he's been Uh through because he Elliot has no idea how close to the bone he's hitting that's wild like it's weird a a big portion of these chapters is just like throw on smut but like Alex just is so into it oh he won't admit it like a lot of the internalized homophobia is from Alex yeah Yeah. it's from Alex and his inner dialogue He never really says mm-hmm. stuff out loud, but at the I mean, end of the first sense. chapter, he was just like, man, if people saw me from high school, they'd think I was a Well, fag. that's what I was going to fucking say. Yeah. Like, he's, like, some, like, probably top jock from, like, the his high school. Yeah. Like, he probably had, like, a ton of bitches. And Elliot's, like, a soft writer. Like, he probably was just, like... Full disclosure, there is, like, a 10-year time gap. Oh, okay. The age gap yeah. between them. So, Elliot's some in his 30s, sure. some odd, and then Alex is in I his mean, 20s. I mean, honestly... I think that checks out. Yeah, just yeah. For how they look in the game. For sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, that checks out. Of just like Elliot probably being a little more in tune to himself by being like a writer and an artistic kind of person. And then Alex being like, ha I was like star quarterback on my football yeah. team. No, absolutely. <laughs> and all the, all the cheerleaders, all the women wanted me. Like, yeah, that checks out. No, absolutely. It does. So they, you know, they go their separate mm-hmm. ways for the night or whatever. The next day, Elliot stops by to drop off some fresh salmon at Alex's house. Yeah. And who knows, as he's trying to offer this to Alex, Alex is like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, leave. Like, I don't want you here. Like, this. Shut and then up. Evelyn pops around the corner and she's like, oh, who's that? Like, come on in. Like, we'll have a good time. Yeah. Because she's a sweet old grandma. Yeah. That's all she wants to do is, like, invite people in and she talk to people. You. So Elliot's all cheeky about it because mm-hmm. he, he knows that he's just teasing Alex. Like, that's all he does. So Alex gets, like, actually kind of pissed off, and he, like, goes into his room Mm -hmm. and just, like, ignores them for the time. And then Elliot and Evelyn, you know, sit and chat for a little bit. And after an indiscriminate amount of time, Elliot goes into Alex's room. Mm -hmm. And Alex is like, what the fuck are you doing in my room? Like, you should be gone. Like, my grandparents are here. Like, leave. Like, I don't even want you here. Like, we're not friends. This and that. Obviously, the heart meter is high enough that you can go into that bedroom. I know how the game works. I know how that game works. I know how the fucking game works. <laughs> he, Elliot tells um, Alex that Evelyn invited him over for dinner mm-hmm. because he brought the salmon mm-hmm. and she'll cook it up real nice. Yeah. And so he's like, you know what? 
I'll see you later. And then there's some more teasing. Full just dis- like during this part, Elliot fully palms Alex, and like there was like some Ooh. weird consent stuff that happens. It's not the healthiest of relationships uh, yeah. to begin with. So that happens, and Alex fully is just like, "My grandparents are home." Yeah. No, and Elliot keeps pushing like a little, little, yeah, little, yeah. little, 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 and so. Elliot leaves and he comes back later for dinner the next night. And for some reason, I can't really remember off the top of my head, the topic of Alex's parents come up and I don't really, again, I can't remember the reason why, but Evelyn, it's Evelyn's daughter was the mother. So we find out through this conversation that she died from cancer and we don't really know what happened to the father, like deadbeat dad, basically, like you know beat his wife and his kids a piece of shit and alex gets like fed up Mm -hmm. like while evelyn is talking about like oh like thank god that man is gone like deadbeat dad like i don't like it he like snaps and he's like shut up yeah and immediately he apologizes immediately he realized that he's yelled at his grandma and he's like i'm so sorry like i didn't mean to and you know everyone's like mm-hmm. no it's a sensitive topic like it's okay yeah. this is a this is an okay space. i can only imagine how hard it is because o- not only do we have like the grandmother who like that was her daughter obviously she's gonna be on her daughter's side day one all the time she's like fuck that man my mother's the same way but on the other side there's alex who's like i don't know that's still my dad exactly yeah. and th- that comes into later mm-hmm. where he's like oh i like this person but i also loved my dad yeah. like what does this mean so it it complicates things very confusing emotions yeah absolutely throughout the entire dinner alex is kind of peeved that Mm. elliot is there because elliot is very charming with his grandparents and alex just thinks that he's trying to get brownie points to like use him to get a family Mm -hmm. in a town where he doesn't have anyone so he like gets upset but he doesn't understand his own anger mm-hmm. he's just like why the fuck are you trying to take my family away from me yeah like this is weird that, like you okay, should yeah yeah so alex doesn't really try and talk to elliot the entire night after they both fall asleep alex gets up out of his room and storms down to the shack by the sea and full-on like yells at elliot he's like what the fuck are you trying to do yeah. like why are you trying to like become what a part of my sure. family i don't e- i don't even like you all that much like stop talking and while he's there, he sees that in a single pot by the window is, like, this rose. And it's not doing so hot because it lives by the sea. And salt water's yeah. not good for that. And so out of rage, he, like, goes over and, like, rips up this rose and, like, throws it. And he's like, I don't understand what you're playing at. Like, we just have sex sometimes. That doesn't mean you can, like, do this. And Elliot is like, what the fuck? Like, I don't. <laughs> you know like it, yeah. to him this felt like it came out of nowhere he's like listen yeah we have sex but i thought like we were friends at least we were at least friends like i literally was just being nice mm-hmm. like i like i had no idea yeah. i was just trying to tease you like this and that and so they both kind of like simmered down a little bit um and alex mentions at the end of this like altercation he's like you know sometimes you just make me really angry because you sound like my dad and Elliot turns around and he's like, well, don't you think sometimes you probably sound like your dad? Shut up. <laughs> and I was like, damn, he pulled that Uno reverse card so fast. Damn, you know what? That was too far. <laughs> and Alex, like, is just like, you know what? You're probably right. Like, yeah, I full on, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, that 
that was out of pocket. Like, I, you know, and they, they actually start talking a little bit. Alex is at one point is just like, oh, like I need to go home mm-hmm. and he opens, but it's like starting to storm a little bit. So Elliot pulls him back and he's like, no, you're staying here for the night. Like there's mm-hmm. like, there, you can't make it home. Like sure. it's, it's just not possible, especially when you live by the sea and the wind is so strong. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do it. Elliot describes their hooking up relationship as like a game. Like they're both playing with thorns sure. since they both have like emotional traumas. Yeah. And Elliot explains that he was also orphaned at a young age. Mm. He lost both of his parents in a car accident mm. in the city. And so like he didn't have much growing up. So he can understand what Alex is going through and the emotions that he's feeling. It's just different. And as they both lay there, Elliot kind of explains. He's just like, are we in one bed? He lives in a shack. No, he has two twins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, only one bed. Thank you so much. That's the whole point. Okay. But he's he's sitting there and he's just like, oh, my mom was a florist. Oh, like a. Yeah. And he was like, so her favorite flower was a rose. So I keep one in my house at all times. And Alex is just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, just fucking killed my mom, dude. (laughs) He's like, oh my God, like I had no idea. Like I I literally wouldn't have done it if I had no, like how was I supposed Uh to know? Like I will never do it again. And Elliot like full on calms him down and he's like, I know. Uh I understand. Like it's okay. You can breathe. You can take your time. I know you won't do it again. And, like, we just need to chill out and understand one another. And so they both kind of talk about maybe Elliot kind of brings up, well, I would have never let someone stay over at my house this long if I wasn't in a long-term relationship. Like, how do you constitute a long-term relationship? And Alex was like, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. How about we try, like, being friends first? Mm-hmm. And then we'll see what kind of goes from there sure. because guess what they both like each other's company yeah. they just wouldn't fucking admit it at first so you're not gonna fuck someone if you don't like their company what are you gonna do fuck me sorry <laughs> alex wakes up earlier before elliot and he just kind of looks at him mm-hmm. you know as they're lying in bed and alex has this sudden realization like it hits him like a wall and he's just like i want to be a better person for elliot is but- this what like loving someone is yes. like i I want to be a better person for him. I want to figure out what I'm doing mm-hmm. with my life. Like, I need to get my shit mm-hmm. together. So, winter starts to roll in mm-hmm. shortly after. And they spend a lot of their time in, at Elliot's place. Because you can't spend time when your grandparents yeah. are <laughs> And, the, you know, now it's winter. So, you can't really spend time outside either. Sure. It's, like, cold yeah. and wet and gross. Yeah. So, they spend a lot of time just in Elliot's cabin. And he is a writer and so he's trying to get back in his groove mm-hmm. and he hasn't really been able to write anything since coming to pelican town which is the town that stardew valley takes place in thank you Maya. i'm just trying to cover all my bases yeah, for course. no one that knows and while they're sitting in the cabin one day i don't remember how the conversation comes up but alex was trying to give him ideas to start writing again and elliot's like okay we'll read something for mm-hmm. me and alex is like i don't know yeah i i'm stupid i can't read <laughs> and Elliot's like, no, you're not stupid. Like, mm-hmm. I've never said that to you. Even in, like, the heat of the moment, I've never said that to you. Like, just pick up the no, book. Nowhere in my degradation did I ever say yeah. you're stupid. Yeah. That's, that's I... literally an entire conversation. <laughs> that they I called were... you a lot of things, but stupid is no. not one of and them. And then Alex brought up, he was like, well, you said this one time. And he was like, well, that's not the same and? thing. Yeah. <laughs> so he, like, picks up a book and shows him. And Alex, like, opens his book, stares at it. 
and then closes it and puts it back down he's like i can't i can't do this and elliot like looks at him and he's like are you dyslexic uh-huh. and alex is like what the fuck are you talking about i don't know what that is and so the fuck did you elliot it's like when you open the book do the words kind of uh-huh. like jumble like do they move a little bit he's like so what if they do <laughs> and elliot's like well dyslexia is like a learning disability oh, and alex is like i'm not disabled <laughs> i would know and it was like whoa the fuck did you call me yeah he's like no it's not like that it just means you have a harder time mm-hmm. reading like in high school did you learn better when people spoke things to you mm-hmm. and he was like well yeah okay. but don't all people do that <laughs> you're dyslexic hun. <laughs> and so like i just thought that was a very cute like domestic no i love that it uh, this has a great mix of both yeah full disclosure chapter four is a lot of sex got it like basically the entire chapter is sex so i'm just gonna go through it alex kind of pushes elliot elliot's in a mood one day where got he's it. just like don't fuck around Fu- basically fuck around and find out <laughs> like he's like i'm so tired like don't even talk to me and alex like keeps pushing him mm-hmm. to a point where elliot is like if you do this thing one more time i'm actually going to punish you and alex like how shut up yeah and he's like why so you can do it again or like are you actually gonna try and find out because i'm not doing this right now and alex does the thing again and full-on like punishment like it, it was like he he fucked and found out yeah no like elliot pulled out his sex toy chest from Shut underneath up. the bed not we have the same sex. <laughs> <laughs> like from underneath the bed pulled out like a butt plug and like this was his first experience with like a butt plug and like did stuff so this chapter has like some of the consent issues mm. where elliot is just like if you want me to stop say red sure and Alex just keeps saying stop and Elliot stops, but he's like, if you really want me to stop, you will say red. Yeah. And Alex just doesn't say it. So like, that's kind of where the consent stuff kind of comes up after they do the deed and they're done. Alex is like, what did you mean by that red thing? Mm -hmm. He's a country boy. He don't know shit. So Elliot kind of explains, he's like, oh, it's a safe word. Like it's, it's, if you want to get out of the situation, like I will respect Uh it. And Alex being the dumb fucking jock that is just like i don't want a way out of like course. i'll take anything of you course give me. and it's just like okay and elliot full-on is just like i want you to know that i if i get to a certain point mm-hmm. i will not stop like physically i will not be able to stop myself <laughs> because in the city i used to like whip people and like this and that if full-on he was like i used to be a dungeon master <laughs> like not in the D kind <laughs> of sense like in the i've worked in a sex dungeon yeah. and like i th- i did this for a living that's why i have a chest underneath my bed like kind of thing <laughs> he was just like i will not i will not stop like and i don't want to get to that point with you because it'll scare you like i don't want to do that yeah. right and but alex is like I, you could scare me <laughs> yeah it's <was> dumb <laughs> but it was a good conversation for mm-hmm. them to have take safe word seriously very seriously have a safe respect word. your partner <laughs> in chapter five ethan ethan whoa who's ethan no one winters no <laughs> elliot sorry because i shortened their names to e and a and in, in my oh, got it, got it, got writing it. so i just saw e and i was like you ethan just calling you by random oh e my god <laughs> that's so ebenezer dumb. No. Um, Elliot is stuck with what Alex calls right fright, which is another way to say writer's block, which I thought was really cute. Very funny. I liked that a lot. I was like, ooh. I, yeah, I, I am afraid good. of the words. You're correct. Yeah. I am afraid. Elliot has finally like broken his right fright a little bit and he started writing again. And anytime Alex like tries to peek, he like moves it. He's like, not yet. 
Shut like you will see it when I'm ready mm-hmm. for you to see it. Like we'll get to that point. And Alex is like, okay, whatever. During this time, we also find out that George knows mm. about them because Alex was at home and George was like, so what about that boy that you're infatuated mm-hmm. with that lives down by the beach? And Alex is like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, I'm not, I wasn't born yesterday. I know. People be thinking their parents are dumb sometimes. No, exactly. He was like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as he treats you well, we're not going to have a problem because I will do something. And Alex is like, all right, sure. All right, wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> but, then he, but then he asks, he's like, well, how will grandma take it? And he's like, you think she was born yesterday too? Literally. Like, the if s- we had a problem with it, you think we would have said something? Yeah. Like The sweetest, kindest woman around? Yeah, exactly. Sorry? She's not going to be homophobic. No. Fuck off. On Elliot's writing days, like, he goes to the library mm-hmm. sometimes, and Alex just accompanies him. Like, he can't really read anything, but at, at least Elliot will, like, read him out loud mm-hmm. the stories so he can at least be entertained, you know? And then this is, they go back one day, and Alex asks him to show him what's in the trunk. Not the chest. <laughs> Not the under the bed chest. And so they literally, the, like, the second half of this chapter is just them going toy by toy. Sick. Like, him explaining what okay. they are yeah. and what they do. They say that fan fiction's not educational. Unco- subconsciously, unconsciously, Alex, as he's being past them, puts them in two separate piles. Ones that he's willing to try and one ah! that he's not. And Elliot, like, points that out at the end. He's like, so, tonight, do you want to pick two of those in the uh-huh. time? And then, he, like, Alex got, like, super freaked out about uh-huh. it. It was really cute, actually. Like, weirdly enough. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, throughout this chapter, it, throughout the last two chapters, I forgot to mention it. Um, Alex has been asking Elliot, like, what the city was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, why did you move here? And every time Elliot answers, he's just like, oh, I hate it here. I hate living in a shack by the sea. I like I miss living in the city. Like I did this on a whim. Like I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I just know that I hate the sea. I hate living in a shack. I hate being in Pelican Town. And so Alex has started to start like internalizing this as he's going to move away. We're not going to be together very much longer. I need to figure out what I'm doing with my life. I need to figure out if I'm doing something else. Like, this, this and that and this and that. And it's just, like, starting to hit him that, like, this isn't going to last much longer. I need to figure out what about me and, like, maybe I'll go to this city and, like, all these things that he just won't talk to Elliot about. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, going yeah. through. But, you know, Alex is Alex and he doesn't say anything about it because... I know. I married him. Per. Around this time, he's just like, you know what? I'm going to not talk to Elliot for a couple days and try and figure out me mm-hmm. and figure out what I want to do and this and that. I haven't mentioned it because I want people to go and read it themselves. There's a whole B plot mm-hmm. with Sam and Sebastian that involve Alex. Ooh. And it's like, they're very cute because Alex goes to Sebastian to ask for something. And then Sebastian, in return, asks for private training. Uh-huh. And so then Sam and Sebastian are telling, they're like, Alex, why aren't you just like a professional trainer, like yeah. a personal trainer? Like, you're so jacked. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go do it. You're good at it. He's like, no, guys, I don't know. Just like lead him through your workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets home from like his daily run or whatever. And Evelyn is just like, oh, Elliot came by looking mm-hmm. for you. And this is the time where we find out that Evelyn 
obviously also knows and she's like i don't fucking care but she's like i invited him over for dinner because he seemed kind of worried and you know he came by when you weren't on your run and he looked disappointed so i told him to come on over for dinner like i'll make cookies and all of this it'll be great um so before dinner alex goes over and gets elliot they bang really quickly and then they go over (laughs) that's the way that it is you know you know dog so after dinner and everything they go back to elliot's and they start to sleep elliot kind of passes out quickly probably Mm -hmm. a food coma and alex just like sits there for a minute and he kind of thinks about all these things like elliot's not gonna be like elliot hates to see he hates living in the shack like in it just starts to like crush on him that he's like i don't i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen like this sucks like i hate being here as well but like at the same time like i love my grandparents i love yeah. you know be like all these different things so many contradictory statements but like that's that's life man yeah and so he finally drifts to sleep and as he's drifting to sleep he thinks about his parents and it's just like i don't want to be in a relationship like that like i need to make myself a better person yeah. um he wakes up to elliot calling his name and he had been having a nightmare mm-hmm. about what he won't really say but elliot like is very is so comforting sure. like it's so nice because elliot's like can i can i touch you like can i do this mm-hmm. and alex doesn't really give a real response but he like starts massaging his back giving him like warm tea mm-hmm. and all this and he alex finally opens up and he's just like i don't know exactly what happened or what caused it like this nightmare but like maybe it was the fact that i thought about my dad before i went to sleep like my dad beat me in here before you moved in one time and like i don't know i I never thought about it ever since you've been living here but it came up last night and things start like just stumbling out of his mouth and he's like and like i don't know how much longer you're gonna be here like i like what we have right now and i really like you in fact i love you and like this and that and like i want to be a better person and like everything starts falling over itself like he just keeps going like he doesn't know and elliot's just like oh okay 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 (laughs) like let's let's take it one step at a time like you said you love me do you mean that and alex is like yes and elliot's like okay awesome I think I've said it enough because Elliot was very flirtatious the entire time mm-hmm. where he was the person who was like, I love you, you know, just says it naturally. Yeah. But people take that as like a joke or just like sure. as a phrase. They don't really mean anything by it. And so there's like this whole roundabout thing where they're like, well, I, I actually love you. Like, I didn't just say it to say it. Uh-huh. Like, I actually love you. And yeah, sure. I say I don't like the sea, but I love living in this town with mm-hmm. you because... I like being with you and I like the people that I'm around and Alex is finally like oh thank god (laughs) you know like I can't I can't believe and so like it was just like this whole like back and forth thing where they finally confess to one another and everything gets clear and out of the way this is actually where I'm gonna end my retelling of this Uh, there's three more chapters uh, mind you the next three chapters mostly sex okay like there isn't a lot of plot okay but that, epilogue but but the but the subplot okay. that was happening with sebastian yeah. that comes into play in the last three. Oh. so if you want to figure out what was going on with that oh. maybe you should go read the last three chapters oh 
And I'm saying this because I actually genuinely love this story. Aww. I truly think that more people should go and read this. Mm-hmm. Again, not the pair that I was expecting. Sure. In the slightest. Sure. I wasn't expecting to like this sure. as much as I do. <laughs> this is probably one of my top fics. Yeah. Like, ever. Wow. Like, this is a great fic. Wow. And I highly... Like, it's not that long. What, you I just recounted... Nine thousand words? Yeah. You could easily go read that nice. in one night. And the sex... Hot. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. So, I'm sorry to cut, like, this abrupt. Uh-huh. I... You don't have to know a damn thing about Stardew Valley to, to fucking, fucking read this. You don't need to. It's a farming simulator. <laughs> What's there to know? I'm just... I'm just telling you right now that you should go read this. Mm-hmm. Because it's so good. It was so good. I'm so sorry that I cut this short. Like, right after they confessed to one another. And they lived happily ever after. You just need to go read it. Damn. Do they move to this city? Do they stay in Pelican Town? Why are you doing that? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you should go find out. It's a crime. It is a crime. It's a damn dirty but crime. But guess what? You're going to go read it. Fuck, Maya. You're coming back with the first pick of the of the season? And not and even you're pulling finished? a hate crime? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm homophobic. I'm homophobic. So that's it for me. Fuck, dude. Guess what? I get a, I get my rug ripped out underneath me. You all do too. You're all getting edged. Prime. That's a crime. I don't care. Jail. I don't care. Jail. Guess what? What? You're gonna go read it. And you're gonna go fucking like it. Yeah. It's probably. A great story. Probably. Again, not. I did not think of that pair in a. Sure. M- I would have not thought of that sure. in a million years. I mean, there's so many. You can just. That that was a great thing. Fuck. I truly think more people should go and read it. Wow. Good job. Yeah. Yo. I love Sturdy Valley. I love that game. I love Sturdy Valley. I definitely have some bookmarked, like my safe for, marked for later to yeah. like read. Because I, I, I've definitely gone through the Sturdy Valley tag. And I've been like, hmm, maybe. Hmm. You probably saw them because they were at the top. Yeah. And, like looking through them. They look good. Don't get me wrong. Really I good. did debate them for like a half lot of a them minute, are my end. But I, I saw that one and I was like. I'm so intrigued. Sure. Like, I'm so interested to know what's yep, going to happen. Yep. And look what happened. You found a great fic. It was great. It was really good. So well written. Yeah. Sex was great. I don't think you could have a favorite fic if the sex wasn't hot. No, exactly. I think, like, <laughs> the Gojo you, one, the sex was hot. It has to be a little bad. I keep know? mentioning the Gojo one because I think that's my top one of, like, all time. <laughs> Forever. For your like, that whole one, life. So fucking good. Mm hmm literally tore my heart into pieces for like three weeks i thought about that read it so badly i thought about that fic for literally two months nonstop, (laughs) and i still think about it every once in a while and i'm like god i think you bring it up once if i ever get like amnesia or something please someone send me this link (laughs) if i get the the joy and pleasure to be able to read it for the first First time time. yes i think you bring it up once an episode i think it's so good I want St. Tobio to marry me. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I just, I don't think you could have a top fic if the sex was just like. Yeah. And this sex was like good. Mm-hmm. I know you're not into the super like degradatory stuff. Mm-hmm. It's done really well. But Sounds like it. Yeah. It was done really well. Sounds like it. No, I love when people take Stardew Valley and make it like. Real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's That's good. what I was looking for. It's good. It happened. It's good. It's good. It's because good you're like, oh, it's a cute little like farming sim. Like yada, yada, yada. And then you're like. Huh? So uh, no, it ain't, bitch. Someone has trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very excited for Hot Chocolatier. <gasps> so excited. So excited. Is that coming out this year? No idea. Damn. Don't ask me. Very excited for Hopefully. that game. Um, I'm excited to see who is romanceful in that game for sure. Yeah. I'm very excited to see who's romanceful in that game. It's gonna be so good. Yeah. And I'm only imagining that concerned Ape is gonna take what he 
he's learned from Stardew Valley and like bring it to Haunted Chocolatier and make it like even better. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with the ghost. Could you imagine like how dark we can go with the ghost aspect? Find out how people died and shit like that. How fucked up that can get. Just yeah, saying. Man. If that doesn't go in a certain way, I'm going to be a little upset. I'm so excited. Yeah. I just, I love, I love those games that have just like a little bit of heart to yeah. them. Like it seems like a, a very innocent whatever game and then it turns out to be very sweet and like very full of heart. It's so good. So good. So fucking good. And if you haven't played Sturdy Valley, it's like 15 bucks. Yeah. It's like, it's like dirt bucks. cheap. It's dirt cheap everywhere. Switch, PC. Mobile. Mobile. Anywhere. Anywhere you want it. <laughs> it's a great game. Yeah. Especially if you just want like a little farming sim. Yeah. Because like I used to play Harvest Moon as a kid. Mm. And I'm going to say, I don't think Harvest Moon like holds a torch to Stardew Valley. Big words. As much as I played Star- Harvest Moon as a kid. Nice. Yeah. I was in a Harvest Moon kid. I was a Harvest Moon kid after I went to a sleepover and uh, one of the girls had Harvest Moon. The graphics are better than Stardew Valley, like in Harvest mm. Moon. See, but I, I like the pixely. Yeah. Look. The only thing I hate are the pigs. The pigs are god-awful mm. looking creatures. They're hell spawns. Um, but that's what mods are for, so I can make the pigs look better. Nice. <laughs> Everything else looks, like, great. But that's the only thing I have to say for, like, Harvest Moon. Like, even everything about i guess like in terms of hardness i guess if you want to the game to be a little harder you go to harvest moon everything about the game like the spirits the like actual quest line you kind of have is harder um you have like more things to do i think it's harder to romance people just Mm. like in general in harvest moon it's just like very difficult overall to like do a harvest moon and i don't know if it's because i was like a baby playing harvest moon but i just remember i never like married anybody because i just like you'd be like okay well this person likes this thing so every single morning i'm just gonna get up and like give you that and then go to bed and then wake up and give you that and then wake up and go and then you check like the heart meters and you'd be like i didn't make a dent (laughs) I didn't make a single fucking dent. What the fuck? So I think Stardew Valley is like my favorite farming sim. There are going to be a couple coming out in the new future that I think will put up a good fight, specifically like Coral Island Mm -hmm. and um, Roots of Pacha. I'm excited for that one. I haven't heard of it. It's uh, another like pixel game, but it's based in caveman times. So you like are making a whole civilization where you like you make sundials and you have to like build houses and like learn about you know like the culture and the stories and you can like befriend wild animals and that i think that will be really good too but nice. I, as of right now Stardew valley man it's different it does hit different and there's someone for everyone there's gonna be someone that you love i didn't think i'd love sebastian as much as i did but there's a end like when you finally marry him and you have like a you have, like, one post-credit scene yeah. with, like, each of the romances. Sebastian's is, like, he, it's raining one day, and he finds, like, some frogs that were injured, and he was like, we have to bring them home. And he makes, like, a little frog terrarium inside oh of your God. house so you guys can, like, t- like have frogs living in. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's 100% for sure. Yeah. I just love every one of those characters. And that's why, like, I think I I wouldn't put it past myself to, like, if I had the energy and the time and and the motivation to marry every single one of them, I would. Because I feel like they each have just a story to make them more human Mm -hmm. of something, like, I I would never thought, like, emo boy Sebastian would be like, but we have to bring home the frogs and take care of them kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, yeah, like, I would absolutely do that for every one of them and just, like, learn, you know, even if I don't like the way that they look. 
Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Canonically Incorrect. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and TikTok and Instagram. Um, you can email us your fanfiction recommendations. And if you are a fanfiction author who would like to be interviewed on our podcast, email us at canonicallyincorrectpod at gmail.com. If you liked us, if you liked the episode, if you think we deserve um, a little something to keep the podcast going, help to get new equipment, that kind of stuff, you can make a donation at ko-fi.com slash canonicallyincorrect. Rate, review, subscribe to us on Apple Podcast. Follow us on Spotify spotify and any other podcasting platform tag your fix accordingly donate to ao3 <laughs> goodbye